0: Hashtag SFMBTH. It's 23 minutes after four o'clock. We're in conversation next with Professor Adam Mohammed. Head of Internal Medicine at the charlotte Maxeke johannesburg Academic Hospital. The Department of Health has announced several interventions to assist the healthcare sector in the face of unprecedented rolling blackouts, including exempting hospitals from load shedding. This follows a call for intervention by the industry leaders as hospitals across the country are unable are unable to help patients in critical conditions due to blackouts. The Health Minister, Dr. Joe Pithler, stated that the department would consider a variety of factors in determining which hospital hospitals are exempt. Professor Adam Mohammed, who has been petitioning and calling for the hospitals to be exempted from rolling blackouts, now joins us on the line to discuss these interventions that the minister has announced. Professor Mohammed, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. What do you make of these interventions?
1: Good afternoon to you and your listeners and thank you for raising these issues on your radio station as well. So I think there's a positive statement from the Minister of Health. I'm really optimistic. It's been a long-time COVID fire at my hospital, and this, our minister currently is making us quite optimistic. And from the time of the noise that we've made as the healthcare workers, the nurses' union, Samoa Health Professional Council, they have taken notice and implemented a plan of action, which is way faster than what has ever happened that I've I've realized and we're moving in the right direction. To give you an example, today was the first day in a long time when I get to work, the lights were on. Normally at about eight-ish, the lights are gone, and you could, immediately I got so many messages from healthcare workers and from patients saying, thank you, and we appreciate that the hospitals are being protected from load shedding. It's already a positive buzz, just by a simple thing that has been done, and I must acknowledge it should have been done ages ago, but we are now, and we accept where we are, and it's a positive sign. And I think we're going to make better care. We're going to save money for health care because it's not going to be burnt on diesel. I'm very enthusiastic, and I want to acknowledge the minister of taking the bull by the horns and getting it done within two weeks.
0: Yeah. And, and also the other thing is um, around the implementation of it. Um, what, what are some of the critical aspects, do you think? Because we've had conversations with other doctors as well. And one of the other issues that were raised is that, well, at least now that there's this focus on hospitals, but there's also um, the clinics that need to be taken into consideration as well.
1: Yeah. So I, I like the, his, his, his approach to what he's done. He's immediately tackled the big hospitals. But he's actually put in a process where hospitals must apply. There will be an assessment done of what they're doing, what generator capacity they have. He's also acknowledged the clinics and how we need to move to alternative sources of energy, of electricity and power. So although he's done an immediate relief, he's actually set a good basis. I hope it's followed through where we can get the healthcare sector from the point of first contact, which is clinics, Protected from load shedding, so I'm quite optimistic. But I don't think we must put our foot off the pedal. We still have to have people accountable for what they should be doing. And it's not just the minister of health; it's everyone in the healthcare sector. From the time you enter the hospital, the security guard, even up to me, we all must be held accountable. And I want that that mindset to come across. We must be accountable for what we're doing. We are public servants.
0: Mm-hmm. And just finally, just remind us of the impact that load shedding has had on hospitals, and including perhaps um, some of your colleagues working in different hospitals as well.
1: So we know in Limpopo, uh, at the health department, they stopped all elective procedures. At my hospital, we know that a number of procedures were cancelled. We know the number of patients getting immediate care when they come is delayed. We know that doctors were using the torches to see and examine patients and to write notes. So hopefully with all of that is in the past, our productivity, efficiency, and most importantly, it's not about quantity of care. It's The quality of care that we give to the vulnerable is right at the top, and we're aiming for first world-class service for the patients, no matter their wealth or income or medical aid status. We want us to give the patients the best, and I think we're moving in the right direction because we have electricity. With electricity, we have water. With water, we have clean hospitals. I'm not saying this is the end of us fighting and getting the system better, but we're moving in the right direction, and there's still a lot to be done in the healthcare sector, and this is just one of many things that we're going to hold the minister accountable for, and we need a lot more done, and it's uh, the radio stations like yourself and other media outlets that are highlighting deficiencies. And that's what we need to do. We're not critiquing, we want to make things better, and we work together as one team, one country.
0: And and just in 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 conclusion, and perhaps also saying congratulations to you, well done. um, I guess on behalf of patients as well as well as staff members, is that we've also noticed now during COVID nineteen that there has also been a shift in um, activism coming from medical practitioners as well, also raising their voice during COVID nineteen. But it is also now carried through, and now with this as well, we know, for instance, with the um, with the children, the Nelson Mandela Children's Hospital as well. There was an issue there with one of the doctors who had lodged a complaint as well about the state of the hospital. But that has actually got the government to respond.
1: I, th- I think it was Rahima Musa and Dr. yes, Pena yes, Rahima Musa. Yeah. yeah. So I think what has happened is we, as doctors, healthcare workers, have forgotten a core essence of our, our job, which is advocacy. It's not just treating a patient; it's advocacy for making the world a better place. Give you an example. Climate change causes illnesses. So a doctor's job is not just seeing and using a stethoscope. We also have to raise issues about climate, occupational health, and all of that. So we're moving in the right direction. I think healthcare is getting back to where it was, where we are the advocates of patients and we are holding everyone accountable. However, we need to still create an environment of safety for people to talk about things that they see as mm-hmm. long as the focus is patient number one, we should only focus on that the patient is number one. Everything else is irrelevant.
0: Thank you so much. Uh, that Thank is so much. Dr. Adam Mohammed, Head of Internal Medicine at the Charlotte McGregor Johannesburg Academic Hospital. And the doctor that I was referring to is Dr. Tim DeMeyer, who um, is at the Rahima, Rahima Musa Mother and Child Hospital.